welcome to Broadcast Map. This is the show I cover the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams. Here is your host, Ali Musa. Welcome to Broadcast Map, the Saturday show here on this Saturday, December the 2nd, 2023. I am Ali Musa with Mark Perry. Mark, thank you so much. This is an honor to do a Saturday show together. Hey, last time we were together, it was the first time we you ever did a, a Wednesday show and you had mentioned, hey, I've never done a Saturday show. I'm glad you held off the date for me. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. There's always room. You know what? You know, we, we, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll all, we'll have, you know, we will have many more appearances to come, including in the summer when we have our Panthers chat too. Absolutely. You know what? There's a lot going on in sports. I actually want to start with, uh, I want to get your thoughts on what, what, um, your thoughts on the senator's situation, um, starting with the whole Pierre Dorian stuff. What what was what what was your immediate reaction there? Was it that they that this is a um, a sign of that Michael Andlauer wants to, wanted to do that tear down and he was finding a way to do that or make it sustainable? I mean, it was definitely unfortunate for Pierre Dorian, but you look at the history between Michael Andlauer and Steve Steos, who is in the position now. Of course, they have their. Um, Hamilton Bulldogs connection felt like the second that Steve Steos joined the uh, Senators in any capacity, it, the writing was on the wall. Um, it was just a matter of when it the the hammer was going to drop. Pardon the pun. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely definitely a situation where you know the Senators decided, okay, we're moving for- we're moving forward with a new general manager. Um, and yeah, I mean, they have, you know, such a, a young, a young talent pool that they have, um, you know, whether it's on the team, whether it is, you know, their AHL affiliate in Belleville or even down into junior. I mean, I remember calling a game recently where they had three Ottawa Senators prospects combined um, playing on the back end between Sudbury and Brantford. Um you know they they have they have and all three of them are stud defenders that uh, you know have a bright future um, in hockey, um, but uh, yeah, looking at the front office, you know Pierre Dorian. It's not to say that he did a bad job. He definitely stocked the cupboards, if you will. Um, but I kind of felt the writing was on the wall with Steve Steos coming in, um, and you know I th- I think him and Ann Lauer worked together very well, and so to have an owner and a GM. You know, come come together like this. It, it really is. It really was a matter of time, in my opinion. Do you feel though that the senators now, based on their on ice performance, that they that things have gotten a little bit better? I would say so. I mean, you look at as of this recording. Um, sure, they're eight and ten. Um. And in last place in the Atlantic Division, 
but let's make no bones about it. The Atlantic Division's probably the toughest division um, in hockey when you look at the big guns that are at the top of the division. I mean, look what Boston did last year. Toronto's always been a top five team um, with the young talent that they have. Of course, Florida being a Stanley Cup finalists a year ago. You know, Detroit's on the upswing. Tampa Bay's, you know, always going to be there in the conversation. Um, you know, even Buffalo. You know they're another they're a team that's uh, up and coming too. I think Ottawa's on, you know, the right track. You know, but it's a it, it's a tough division to bring yourself up to. It's it's a high it's a high ceiling really. Um, that in the Atlantic Division to you know climb to within the top five to even within the top three to guarantee yourself a playoff position. I think the Senators are on the right track. Um, they have the talent pool. They have the the farm system to to improve um it's uh but it's definitely a tough tough hill to climb and the uh and on the day of this recording the bruins are actually in town tonight yes they are bruins and leafs i'm actually surprised i didn't see matt patra at uh, the guelph game last night to see the old see the old gang with the uh with the Guelph Storm, but uh, obviously he's having quite the quite the season. Um, the Bruins obviously haven't uh, dropped a step after their record-setting year. I mean, Linus Allmark and Jeremy Swayman in the in the uh, the crease. Of course, losing two prime centermen to retirement hasn't really uh, impacted them as much as people thought. Did you um now um yeah and, and what about the Kitchener Rangers? They're you know what I'm 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 impressed with how they've been uh, um playing this year. They're a strong team. I mean, there's no doubt about it. They're a high offensive team. Um, you look at the back end all the way forward. They have a mindset of offense. Usia Hocus, the head coach, has got them going in the right direction. He has identified the strengths and weaknesses of the team and has really played into the strengths of you know, the premier players on that team. You have guys that you didn't even think about uh, maybe a year ago being uh, one of the star players in this league. And all of a sudden, you know, they're you know top 10 top 5 guys in the Ontario Hockey League altogether i mean what a story that obviously Carson Rakoff has been over the last couple of years now he's the leader in the league right now in goals and in points you know Hunter Brustevich has always been there into his second year getting used to the league and he's continuing to put up numbers um yeah obviously Philip Machar is another name that uh, that is on that team that has come on and another really overager too. Step. Sorry, uh, uh, Philip Machar, another overager. That's right. I mean, they have a lot of veterans on this team. They have a lot of youth coming in too. I mean, you know what? You know, prime example, Cameron Reed. He's another you know guy that's going to be talked about for years to come on this team. I mean, Kitchener Rangers are thinking about maybe a Memorial Cup hosting bid in a couple of years when it comes back. Uh, around to an Ontario Hockey League hosting city in three years' time. You know, Cameron Reed's going to be there. You're going to have guys that uh, that are on this team already that are starting to learn the system, and they're starting to learn pretty quickly. 
you know, what it takes to be successful in this league and success breeds success. And the more the Rangers are successful this year, the more it's going to translate for years to come. People thought this was going to be a, a dropped year for them. Not necessarily a dropped year, but a year where they weren't expected to go for it. Now they're in kind of an interesting position where they're the top team in the Western Conference. And I'm very curious what Mike McKenzie, the general manager, is going to be doing uh, come trade deadline time. Do you start to go for it, continue to go for it here this year? Um, or do you continue to maybe pile up the uh, pile up the draft picks maybe in the next couple of years um, in time for a Memorial Cup bid and those draft picks can translate into premier players to go for it in three years time um, for a Memorial Cup championship on home on potentially home ice? Yeah, and, and what do you think the future of, of Mike McKenzie um, looks like? Do you think he um, wants to, do you think uh, he uh, will end, do you think he wants to end up, uh, you know, as in a, in a, at, uh, in the NHL someday? I heard somebody say this a couple of years back. Um, I believe it was actually Jeff Merrick of Sportsnet. Um, he you know, flat out said when he introduced Mike McKenzie at a recent 32 Thoughts uh, podcast live show in Kitchener that Mike McKenzie is a future NHL general manager. And I agree with him. And I mean, we wouldn't be in the industry we are unless, you know, we wanted to be the best in what we do. And I, you know, as much as you want to do stuff at the Ontario Hockey League level, I think Mike McKenzie, he is in a prime position. He's at a prime age where he, you know, can be in that next crop of NHL general managers. I think very highly of Mike, you know, in fact, when I actually lost my job at Rogers a couple, a uh, couple years ago, he was one of the first people to text me um, to check up and see how everything was. And, you know, I'll never forget that, you know, such a, a kind person, you know, a kind, a, a kind guy, a guy that thinks about others instead of himself and, you know, such a great hockey mind. And, you know, I think he's got such a bright future, you know, moving ahead, no matter what he does, whether he decides to stay at the OHL level or, you know, take a job in the AHL or the NHL someday. I think the choice really is up to him. I'd love to see him as an NHL general manager, but I mean, there's so many other factors that kind of dictate, you know, what, you know, what a person does and what direction a person wants to take. And no matter what direction he takes, I think he'll be quite successful at it. Yeah, no. And, and you know what, Mark, and I remember that too. I remember that time frame too, when, you know, um, when you were, and let's just say, uh, you know, let go by, uh, you know, Rogers, because, uh, um, you know, I, it was something I noticed as a listener too, although at that point I wasn't really quite doing, um, quite doing this yet, but it was something that I, I knew because I was a listener and I knew that, um, you know, it was something that I recognize and what went through your mind when that happened? Um, well, I was definitely shocked. I mean, uh, <laughs> I won't uh I won't sugarcoat it. I was kind of shocked. I didn't think it was going to happen to me. But some of these things you you never think it's going to happen to you until it actually does. Um but you know, I'll you know, and I'll say this for other people to hear as well. It was the best day of my life. 
it really was. I got very lucky and found a job within a week. Um, got a nice severance package out of the deal too. And, you know, really set me up to be financially stable for the first time in a, in a, in a long time. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a blessing in disguise. Um, but initially it was, it, it was quite the shock. That was for sure. Yeah, no, and yeah, I, I think that's it too. Like at the end of the day, um, it, it's almost fair to say that legacy media or traditional media, whatever somebody, whatever anybody wants to call it, is shrinking. Yep. No, it is. I mean, it's uh, that's just the reality that we're living in now. I mean, it's a business that's ever changing. Um, and, you know, companies are going to do what's best for their bottom dollar, what's best for you know, their business and, you know, whether, whether you like it or not, it's just, you know, business is business. Well, that's, you know, that's it. But you always have to think about, you know, like the people too, you know, like who, you know, like, like, you know, like for the people that have been let go, you know, these, these people have families too. You know, these are human beings. Yeah, that's and that's the unfortunate thing is that uh, you know, I tried not to take it personally. Um, I still don't take it personally. Um, but others might see it a different way. I mean, some people might have, you know, different situations. I'm lucky that I I was in a in a situation where I, you know, after getting over the initial shock, I was able to, you know, refocus and reanalyze. Okay what's next and that's how i've always been whether it's in business whether it's in any aspect of my life i've always been okay this happened to me i'm not gonna stand and just pout about it you know i'm gonna i'm gonna do something to you know something about it really um and well i i did (laughs) i i did um but again other people aren't as lucky where they can just you know turn on a dime and and be able to be able to do do things differently um it's uh you know every every situation is different i'm i was in a good spot but others might not be yeah no and and it's certainly the thing right and uh you know we talked about uh we we also off air talked about uh, Polly and Brittany. You know, Polly, we've you know, Polly, I've talked. You know, we, he's he's come on. Um, yeah, Polly's a Polly's a great cat. That's he for is. Sure. He's yeah. uh he's another guy that knows how to pivot, and uh, he's been in the industry a long, long time, and yeah. he's seen a lot of things. Yeah. Um, Brittany, I I don't know if she has had. I don't know if. She's had, I don't know um, how long she's been in media, but. She's, she's been in media for a little bit. Um, I know she's, she's had uh, a few gigs around. She was in Northern Ontario for a little while before moving down here to Kitchener Waterloo. I know she had just recently gotten married um, before the, um, before the cut. Um, But, uh, you know, she's another great person and, you know, somebody I definitely am glad to call a friend. That's for sure. 
wonder if she'll come on. I wonder if we can just not 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 necessarily to talk media, but you know, just you know, just just kind of just just talk just for a conversation. Never know. Hey, without going into too much detail, she's got a story. I'll tell you that she's got uh, she's got quite the story. She's seen a lot. She's learned a lot, and you know, she uh, the world world would be a better place to, to, if uh, we we uh, you know learn her story a little bit more. Um, you know, it, whether she chooses to share it is completely up to her. Yes. No, that's it. Yeah. No. Um. No. I'll. Uh, no. Um. We'll uh, see if we can reach out. She's probably everywhere too. Facebook, LinkedIn, probably. Oh yeah. I want to talk a little bit of Jay's with you here. Um. Yeah. Your sort of thoughts. Now we haven't talked. Actually, we we talked way before the press conference the Shapiro and Atkins press conferences. What were your thoughts on the two press conferences? To me, I think it's just, we hear the same narrative from these guys. It's just never been a very, I've just not been impressed with the way that they are, that they go about things. I don't think anybody's been impressed with them since 2016. (laughs) When, uh, I mean, when you consider the comparison with, you know, who were, who was their predecessor? Alex Anthopoulos. What does he have uh, since leaving the Jays that Shapiro and Atkins don't have at this point? A World Series ring with the Atlanta Braves. It's uh, you know it's definitely a sour spot. Um, but uh, you no, know, it's uh, you know they they tried this past year to you know add to their defense. Sure, they were great on defense, but. You know, they sacrificed a lot of offense. I mean, when you get rid of guys like Lourdes Goriel Jr., how about, you know, the story that Gabby Moreno has been with the uh, with the Diamondbacks uh, this past year? Of course, of course, the D-backs going to the World Series. I mean, it's always going to be that soft spot of who's going to who who won the trade. You know, when you consider, you know, at the beginning of that deal, yes, you know, you wanted to get that left handed bat. You wanted to get that defense from Delton Varsho, but you know, I think a lot of people soured on VAR show pretty quickly. And at the same time, too, I think it didn't help that, you know, the guys that were traded away in favor of them ended up doing, you know, great things with, with the uh, with the Diamondbacks. You know, um, we'll see what happens in this uh, this offseason. But, you know, that uh, they're going to be hopefully, hopefully adding some big pieces to fill in the gaps of offense that uh, were left out um, from a season ago. But more importantly, they got some other things to attend to, too, not only with that offense, but, you know, a lot of guys leaving via free agency. I mean, Witt's not coming back. Matt Chapman, who was your stud third baseman, who may, you know, I, I'd take a guy batting 250 and can provide me, you know, top dollar defense at third base any day of the week matt chapman brought that for the last couple of seasons in toronto but that's going to be a big gap to fill as well um yeah it's uh we'll we'll have to see i mean there's rumblings uh recently too of who is going to be picked up possibly coming over to the jays but uh you know yeah what do you think of otani possible i don't think it's happening but I don't think it's happening either but you never know i mean i've seen crazier things happen who knows Maybe we do get Otani in Toronto. It would be huge for the Jays to get, you know, Otani. Not only 
bat that he brings, but imagine him shoring up that starting rotation at the same time too. That has been ever improving. You know, we'll, we'll again, we'll see what happens. At the end of the day, you can have the best team in baseball on paper. Yeah, but that's why you play the game, right? Yeah, no, and uh, yeah, no. If he does sign, um, um, I, you know, um, love to do another. You know, I, I'd love to do a show with you on it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, well, I, yeah, no, I, I would. Uh, oh, totally. You know, I think yeah, no. If um, we, you know, we we will definitely there'll be a lot to talk about now. But see, I I think though that now, what about how long? Do, like, the Shaparo and Atkins. How long do you honestly see them sticking around in your mind? Tough question. Um, you know, they're in a position where they're they're making the playoffs consistently. Um, but at the same time, too, I think it's going to be fa- I think it's going to be fan pressures that maybe force them out in a few seasons if they're still not getting the job done. I mean, in the end, this is a fan base that is you know, hungry for a World Series championship. Toronto has been a betting a betting odds favorite betting odds favorite to to win a World Series over the last number of seasons, but they have not been able to you know win win a series. Really, they haven't won a series since 2016 um, when they went to the uh, when they went to the second of two straight uh, ALCSs. Um, you know, this is a hungry fan base, and uh, they're they're. As patient as they can be is probably the best way I can put it. Uh, but at the end of the day, I it really it really depends on how the next couple of seasons go. I mean, if you get a World Series next season, that could probably prolong things. If you know, you look at the Leafs situation and how long Kyle Dubas was in the position uh, he was in. I mean, that could be a telltale sign right there uh, as well. Another another team in in the. Uh, in the Toronto area that, uh, you know, a fan base that is hungry for success and they're getting little bits, they're getting little bits, but they're not getting the whole meal. If you know what I mean, we'll have to see how things play out. Um, but you know, time is a tick and especially for these blue Jays and you know what, uh, when you look at the prime years for Vladdy and Bo, I mean, people get older and it's, uh, it's starting to get to that point where they they're going to be making their money and when they're making their money they're not going to have as much room as they used to um and there was like, also that that bow could be traded uh, that's that's another factor too yeah. um, atkins denied it but you know but he, he just was talking around it but you know We'll have to say again. You know, I I don't have a crystal ball, but no. uh, we'll have to. See, this is a uh, one of those situations where you have to let it play out, do the best you can, and then wait for the shoe to drop, if you will. Um, if the job continuously just not just does not get done. Now here's the other side of it too. Here's the other side. Mark and Ross will always be together. If one is gone, the other goes. I think so. Yeah, definitely. If one if one goes, the other one's going to go with them. But what do they leave the team with is going to be the question. And more importantly, who's coming in is going to be another question to talk about, too. And whether or not that person that you're thinking about bringing in, you think is going to be able to do a better job. 
Well, I, you know, you, you've, I don't know, you've, you've probably heard me say this before, but I, I honestly would like to see Alex back, but it's not going to happen. I think a lot of us want to see Alex back. <laughs> he did such a great job uh, in the blue with the Blue Jays organization. Um, but yeah, I think that time has come and gone. I believe so too. Now the Leafs are also. I think the, yeah, they're they're getting better, better, uh, um, bit by bit too. I think the Leafs are there, and the Raptors too. The Raptors are an exciting team too. I mean, the Raptors. You know what more can you say about Scotty Barnes? I mean, he is uh, definitely take on a leadership role on that team. Uh, you know, at such a young age, obviously Siakam's still around. Um, you know, he's he's got that championship pedigree that he brings along with them with him. Um, you know, there's a lot of teams around them though that are, that uh, are very strong. I mean, the Celtics have always been always been great uh, with you know the the, the compliments that they have. Obviously, Giannis and. Uh, Milwaukee's not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, they got some competition around them, but uh, you know, you know, credit the Raptors for you know doing what they're doing with what they have. Yeah, that's and and the Kraken. I was a little surprised by the Kraken this time around that they're not they're kind of not doing um as well as they did last year, at least for now, anyway. Well, maybe last year was a blip in the radar. Uh, I mean, you have your sec, you're a second year team. Um, you didn't do that great in your first year. Nobody expected you to, but then you end up getting in your second season, and you know, and Matty Veneers has a Calder kind of uh, kind of season. Um, you know, and they have their pieces that you know fit together, and the chemistry started developing, and. Well, they, you make it to the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs this season, of course, being in fifth as of this taping again. And, you know, I touched on it with the Atlantic division. You have a lot of got a lot of teams that are around you that are obviously, you know, improving as well. Um, you know, Calgary's still within it. I don't care what anybody says. They still have a pretty decent talent pool. Um, it's just a matter of being able to put it together. Um, the LA Kings have been, have been a horse as well, making the playoffs consistently the last number of seasons. I mean, right at the top of the division, you have the defending Stanley Cup champions, and you can't discredit what the Vancouver Canucks have done uh, this year. This year, either with a lot of high scoring, you know, forwards and defense on that team too. I mean, Quinn Hughes being the captain, and you know the ba- the the base of it all there with uh, with the Canucks. I think Thatcher Demko is a top five, top three goaltender in the National Hockey League, and it's not started to find his way too. Um, but I think the Kraken, they're they're playing around the same uh, way that they were last season. Um, but, you know, the teams around them are also getting better too, and I think that's something that can't be dis- uh, discounted. Right. Is there anything here as we sort of, um, as we... Uh that you'd like to, as we uh, wrap up here, is there anything you want to, is there anything you want to say or share with me or anything, anything that you want to either ask or share or anything? Um, I don't have anything that comes to the top of mind, but uh, you know, I'll definitely uh, just say thank you for the, uh, for the platform and uh, you know, thank you for having me on. This is awesome. My pleasure. And I look forward to having you back again uh, real soon. Sounds good. Thanks again. Appreciate it.
No problem. And we will come back with you on the show. We will actually come back on the uh, the 13th, December 13th, with Dave Brown to talk more about the whole media side of things. Thank you so much for listening. And we will say stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening to Broadcast Map. To learn more about the show, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com slash broadcast map slash. Like the Broadcast Map Facebook page by searching Broadcast Map. Stay tuned. There is always excellent conversation on the way.